and this uh, listener says uh, straight away, so Leif Radcranile gets to be leader of our country for the second time, even though he has never won an election of his own. Andy Kenny gave him the job the first time round, and remember he's now Taoiseach after Fine Gael were the third most popular party in the last election. And the Dáil electing Leif Radcranile as Taoiseach for the second time on Saturday at a special Dáil sitting. TDs voting by a margin of 87 to 62 to see Leif Radcranile take over from Michal Martin, who's been Taoiseach for the past two and a half years since the formation of the coalition government and there was a lot of speculation as to which way the region's independent TDs would vote on the day. Deputy Marion Harkin, you may remember, supported the formation of the coalition government and the election of Michal Martin as Taoiseach in 2020, but on this occasion she said she could not support the election of Leo Varadkar as Taoiseach. It's not as if anybody in government is saying we won't try to achieve a balance of development between regions. It's because, like previous governments, it just slips through the cracks. It just doesn't get done. The gap is so great that unless there is positive discrimination, (coughs) unless there is a whole-of-government approach to closing that gap, the slippage happens again and again. I cannot support the nomination of Leo Varadkar as Taoiseach. Uh, Deputy Harkin, good morning to you. Uh, and, good morning, and Niall, and to your listeners. And that's a, a turnaround in two and a half years, so your patience has run out on this balanced regional development issue, has it? Well, if you go back two and a half years ago uh, when we were asked uh, would we support the, the government? It was the only possible government that was there. there. There was no other possibility. And the people voted. We got the results we got. And it was up to us to get on with the job. So I was prepared to give the current government a chance, see how they would deliver on what they promised. And we had a programme for government, Niall, and stitched through that. For anybody who reads it, you will see they refer to balanced regional development again and again and again. So I believed uh, that it was my duty, actually, to uh, support that government to see could they get on with the job because, as I said, there was no alternative. So we waited and we waited and we waited. And looking at the stats, Looking at where we are now, I looked at the evidence and I thought, uh, have they shown by their policies, by their funding decisions, by their actions, that they are really serious about closing the gap, that the region and the region I'm referring to is the northern and western region, uh, has or will have an opportunity under this government to begin to close the gap. I'm not Mm. asking them to do it all in one go, but to begin to close the gap. And I I really didn't see the evidence for that. And that's why I couldn't vote for Leo Varadkar as Taoiseach. And just to say that at the very beginning of my contribution, I did say that on a personal basis, I thanked Michal Martin for his service and I commended his stance on Brexit and Ukraine. And I also wished both him and Leo Varadkar well, because in my opinion, when Tishi and governments do well, it's better for the country. But as I said, um, you know, I drew the parallel that when the regions do well, it's better for the country. And 
this region has not uh, been given the tools and the opportunities to begin to bridge the gap. I didn't see evidence that it had happened Mm. and I don't see evidence that it's going to happen. So I couldn't give him my support. All right, but we're only halfway through the government term. Can it not be turned around, do you think? Or would you be confident it can be turned around and there will be the balanced regional development you seek in the next two and a half years? Niall, nobody would be happier than me if uh, the current government were to prove me wrong. Because that's what I want to see. That's what I've always looked for. And I was fair in my analysis. I did say that, you know, for example, the Atlantic Technological University has made a real difference. I mean, in the sense that it's a great start. Uh, As it is around the country, obviously, we have a number of those. And that means, in this instance, we are getting our fair share. Obviously, we're still looking at investment um, and seeing that that keeps pace with the rest of the country. But but so far, so good. But beyond that, Niall, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see it, and that started with the last government. But beyond that, when it comes to the, the big ticket items, we're not getting the level of investment we need and the opportunities that, you know, so that this region can build on its strengths. And what happens sometimes is, you know, there's bits of money here and there's bits of money there. And, you know, people say government are delivering locally on this and locally on that. But that's not delivering for a region. There's a real issue around investment in this region. And I my time was limited, Niall, so I could only give, you know, two yeah. or three examples. Yeah. And the first example I gave was what they call ERDF, which is European Regional Development Funding. There's 900 million, nearly a billion euro coming to Ireland. And if you look to countries like Spain and Portugal and Greece, that they have lagging regions as well as Ireland. Um, they gave the vast amount of their ERDF funding to those regions, to give them a chance to catch up. It's cohesion funding, mm. and it's called cohesion funding for a reason. But in Ireland, uh, this region got 217 million out of a total of nearly 900, which isn't even at the races. And what I reminded the current Taoiseach of was that, you know, when his party came into government, that the region, the northern and western region, was then classified as developed at EU level. It slipped to transition because of its GDP figures, and now the European Commission um, say that it's a lagging industrial region, and they've raised red flags about this. And yet, when the northern and western assembly negotiated uh, $250 million spend with the European Commission, government departments were reluctant to spend that money. And we ended up with £217 million. In other words, £33 million wasn't spent in this region because government departments were reluctant to spend it. I mean, the madness of that. All right, OK. Well, ultimately, it didn't matter. Uh, they didn't need your vote at the end of the day. And I'm wondering, with, with all the celebrations that there were on Saturday with the election of a new Taoiseach, has anybody been heeding what you've been saying, do you think? Is there any indication that the government policy you feel is lacking uh, will change for the remainder of the term? 
Well, I suppose my role as a member of the opposition is to, to highlight the deficiencies. And I just want to briefly, because I don't want to hog your programme this morning, there's a lot of other very important stuff to come, but I, I mentioned the issue of Sligo University Hospital and, you know, the, the five designated surgical hubs while Sligo waits and waits and waits for its surgical block. And I very clearly said, and I did speak to the current Taoiseach, Leah Varadkar, about this, um, that no hospital without uh, general surgery, surgery can guarantee its long-term viability as an acute hospital. And Sligo University Hospital is at a tipping point. So much of the investment is is going south in the South region, and it's not coming to this part, to the northwest. And I mean, that is absolutely crucial. And I also mentioned, and we'll, we'll have time to speak on this again, the real challenges there are around agriculture with proposals, around rewetting of land, and as far as I'm concerned, a scandalous um, situation whereby culture is working with investment or what I would call vulture funds that will be buying land, culture will manage it, um, 100,000 hectares across the country. Stuff that most people don't even know is in the planning. It was discussed in the Agriculture Committee last week in the Zoll. Mm. Really important stuff for this region. That That's not good news. But to come back to your question, Niall, they didn't need my vote. You're absolutely right. They had plenty of votes to ensure that they remained in government. And But my job is to highlight those issues. And I did speak to Tanish the Varadkar, uh, sorry, Taoiseach Varadkar now. At the time I spoke to him, he was Tanishtha, and I spoke to him afterwards as Taoiseach. And I did raise those issues, and he asked me to send him some information on the northern and western region, what's happening there. Whether that will make any difference or not, I cannot say. I spoke to him about, about Sligo University Hospital also. I can only continue to make that case. Mm. And I genuinely mean it, Niall, when I say I don't care what government delivers uh, investment to this region, delivers on Sligo University Hospital, delivers an opportunity for, for this region to catch up the kind of positive discrimination that's needed. Because as long as I've been in politics, uh, in a way I'm nearly like a broken record at this stage, speaking about the fact that we need that bit of positive discrimination. But more than anything else, we need either a junior minister, a senior minister, a section within departments coordinating government departments to be accountable uh, for the delivery of a balance of development to the regions and positive discrimination to allow us to catch up. Okay. It's never happened, and I won't be happy until it does. Okay. Thanks for joining us uh, this morning. This uh, Deputy uh, Marion Harkin. Uh, this person says, there's no in and no out. They're two of the same, are Radker and Martin. Just as in the football situation, the captain hands the armband to another when he's leaving the field 
when substituted, but the game plan remains uh, the same. Someone else agreeing, saying this Taoiseach rota with Michal Martin and Liam Racker is a bit like Lanigan's ball. Um, Michal stepped in, stepped in, he stepped out. Now Leo has stepped in and he'll be stepping out to let Michal step back in again. Uh, they're kidding nobody, says, uh, says this person. It doesn't matter what way Marion Harkin voted. Uh, it was only to please voters. They didn't need her vote, as she uh, concedes herself there. Uh, there was also speculation as to what way um, Deputy Mark McSharry uh, would vote because, of course, he's not, um, he, he's not uh, under the Fianna Fáil whip anymore as we know, having resigned from the party a couple of weeks ago. And he's online too. Good morning to you, Deputy McSharry. And, and thanks for joining us. And we can confirm that you voted to support the election of Lear Fracker as Taoiseach. So why did you do that? Two reasons predominantly. The option was an election or vote for Leo Fracker. The country doesn't need an election at this moment in time, as far as I'm concerned. The second thing, as you know, is the opportunity to try and raise in particular issues to do with the hospital. Um, and uh, received the commitments that I was looking for to clear up the mixed messaging around the four-story block in terms of start dates and so on. And uh, he was in a position to do that, and more particularly in relation to the surgical hope. We've had the announcements all over the country, and this new hospital to be built in Berlin Park, which I'm obviously going to see for several years. And uh, what he has agreed to in that regard is that we can make a proposal, which would be considered for a slide to be included in the interim as a surgical hope, which may assist with the uh, uh, substantial waiting list nationally so that we can play our part. The other aspect is the four uh, ICU beds um, and the 30-plus staff that are going to be required to be prioritised. Uh, he's assured me that they will. Um, so there are the two reasons predominantly. Mm. Um, it is true, as uh, you mentioned earlier and some of your listeners, that uh, he'd have made it without my vote. Um, but I decided that uh, it would be best to... Um, uh, ensure that I have a level of access to the T-shirt um, to make the case on a number of issues as they arise. But in terms of going forward, it'll be a case-by-case issue in terms of votes and legislation and other matters. And very much would agree uh, with sentiments. I just caught the end of Marion Harkin there in terms of uh, the strategic approach, which has been missing by all governments uh, when it comes to the West-Northwest in terms of uh, the provision of strategic resources uh, to ensure uh, that we develop to our potential <clears throat> and that has not happened at the hands of any government for uh, mm. many, many decades. So, sorry, are, are you confident that the assurances you were given in advance uh, of your vote, that, that they will uh, be seen out and be seen to happen and the issues, the health issues in relation to Sligo Hospital, which you've outlined in great detail in recent weeks, that there will be action on these matters before the end of the term of this government? Well, I'm comforted that the teacher gave me his word on these matters. There was very much mixed messaging between um, what Deputy Harkin and myself were told in the Dáil on the 22nd of November in terms of the start date for the four-storey block, also what consultants were told on a uh, virtual meeting the night before by Minister Donnelly, uh, and then said they had a different view on dates, and the HSE management had a different view, and I'm comfortable that what we have, having spoken to the Taoiseach, is on and off-site enabling works taking place at the moment, uh, and in the first quarters of 2023, and we'll see uh, the formal commencement of on-site construction in quarter four uh, with about an 18-month uh, construction uh, timeline a- 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 around that. More urgently with the four ICU beds um, badly needed and already completed the recruitment of those staff. And he has assured me that money is pursed for that. Uh, and um, 
Uh, we have the ongoing issue then with the provision of the angio CT scanner that was committed the last July. And I'll certainly be continuing to pursue those on a and mm. uh, week to week and month to month basis. Okay, so so it's issue by issue as far as you're concerned. Uh, Absolutely, that your your government support support for the government is based on uh, specific issues, which you'll detail from time to time. That's how it's going to work. Well, it'll be uh, as votes arise. I mean, mm. I will take a, a decision based on on, on the, the the issues that are before us. Uh, but as I said, uh, use the opportunity to. Um, speak to the Taoiseach and uh, um, uh, ensure that uh, uh, I'm in a position that I can contact him uh, if as, as and when issues arise. But as I said, the other alternative is an election, and uh, I don't believe uh, that an election is, is what the country needs at this moment in time. 